Welcome everyone to the Proven Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Church. I'm a music producer from Northeast Ohio. I began this weekly interview series to give you different perspectives on how to approach a career in the field from different artists, producers, engineers, and other great minds who share their stories on not only what's made them succeed, but also what has shaped them into the people that they are today. I hope you gain some real proven knowledge from the show and that it helps elevate you and your endeavors on your own journey towards success as well. Let's get into it. Going on, everyone. Welcome to episode 155 here in the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today, I welcomed an artist out of Atlanta. His name is Mike Good. I discovered Mike's song called Simple Chandeliers back in, I believe, November or December. Connected with him, and this week we finally got him on the podcast. Very cool discussion today. He talked about his influences coming up, primarily uh, some of the bigger artists like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, and Drake, and how those people inspired him. Um, just kind of the process, you know, beginning music around 2010, 2011, and then really diving in around 2017, 18. So he's been at it for a while now. Um, he talked about the EP that he has coming up, five or six songs, I believe is what he said. Um, and I'm looking forward to hearing that. And we also had a cool discussion at the end about his love for engineering, um, which was kind of just, you know, a little side venture we went off, but it's a great story. So you, you guys are going to love that. And, you know, Mike is just someone who I can tell, you know, he has a great love for what he does, you know, across the board and his whole life. And I think his trajectory is just, you know, super high and I love what he's doing already. So I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing what he does moving forward. Um, so without further ado, let's get into this one. All right. So welcome everyone to episode 155 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the creator series. Today I got an artist. I connected with him probably in the winter time, maybe December or something. And I had heard his song called Simple Chandeliers, and I'm glad to have this guy on the podcast this week. Everyone, please welcome Mike Good. How are you, man? I'm doing all right, man. Appreciate you for having me. Yeah, yeah no problem at all. And, you know, to start off every episode, we kind of have the guests give some background. Uh, you know, how did you get started in music? How long have you been doing it? Some basic information for those that might not be familiar with you and what you do. Awesome. Uh well, first off, I'm, I'm Mike Good. I'm, I'm from Atlanta, uh, the east side of Atlanta. You know, a part where they said, I'm already saying, like, oh, you're not from Atlanta, but, you know, that's what they say. Apparently, in a lot of places, a lot of places, not Atlanta, but. Uh, so, music, uh, how I got into it, uh, it, it, it kind of was more of like a, a love affair at first. Um, I more so fell in love with music before I fell in love with making music. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that, I kind of just just took some time out to to really address that 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 feeling I had towards it. Was it something I just wanted to listen to, or was it something I wanted to be a part of? And um, I decided it was something I wanted to be a part of. My my, my folks, my cousin uh, Waldo, shout out to Waldo. Um, he actually was making music and had such a big influence into my approach to music and just uh, watching his love for creating music really drew my attention into it. And so I kind of like, it kind of helped me understand my, my own point of view and, and my own approach to music. And so now we, we've grown, created music together. And I, I kind of just kind of based my, my influences off the different artists we wound up listening to as we was, as we was kids. Mm-hmm. So how long, what, what year was that then? Has it been kind of like 10 years or so, or has it been less or how long has it been? 
Oh, it's been it's been longer than ten years. That's my that's my cousin. So okay, let's say when we seriously started, when I seriously started taking music serious, it was about it was about ten eleven. Mm-hmm. I was about ten or eleven when I started writing music down. Mm-hmm. Now, was it music that I felt like I would ever use in the studio? Not necessarily, but um. From there, it kind of progressed the music that I would show to my cousin, yeah, because he would show me music, and so that really kind of sparked it. So that was about you said what year? I give it about two thousand and and ten, two thousand eleven. Yeah, so so that's been yeah, what thirteen years or twelve or thirteen years yeah. at this point. So and it's good because you know I always look at it as you kind of got to start somewhere too. You know what I mean? And I feel like. I don't think anybody would ever be as confident in their first like recordings and things like that. You kind of got to get to the point where you feel comfortable enough with your artistry and you feel like you found a voice too to be able to like release yeah. and put things out there. When do you think it was when you finally felt that you did find your voice a little bit or do you still think you're in that process currently of trying to find your sound and things like that? Uh, so so when did I when did I get comfortable enough to start you know making this music and putting it in hearing my voice back on the track like you said it's yeah. confidence um, and it, I say I built up that confidence to a to a real good standing at about probably about 2017 maybe maybe even 16 I would say um, because by then I had already written music and had been singing it to my people so. It was it was more so that I was looking for a, for a studio to put it in by then. Mm-hmm. As far as my sound, I had been even during that period of time. I had been looking for my sound, um, and to say to to say that I found my sound completely right now with with um, I don't think that would suffice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have found something that I love to do with my voice that I found that people really find attractive in my music, and so. Um, I do, I do like to 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 play with with that sound that I've created a relationship with those people with, um, and also using like experimental st- type of sounds. It, like I, I I look for more ways to incorporate that into my music. So to say that I've completely found my sound wouldn't wouldn't suffice mm-hmm. just yet. But I do have something right now that I'm working with that I believe uh, that people can really create a relationship with. Yeah. And it's good to see the progress too, I think. Even like you said, looking back to 2010, 2011, from where you were then to where you were in 2017 and then where you are now, it's like you can see the progress, you know what I mean? And that's, I think that's how you know you're moving in the right direction too. And I think it just continues to evolve because I don't think anybody ever gets to the point where they're just satisfied and they're like, I'm not going to you know, move forward with the sound from here. It's like even the bigger artists, they're still you know, evolving and doing new things and trying things out. So it's good to hear kind of for you as well. It's just, you're continuing to experiment and uh, just do new things. And uh, I can't wait to hear the new stuff, man. And we're going to get into that in a bit. I did want to backtrack though, to, you mentioned, you know, some of your influences growing up and probably even now, like who are some of the artists that you're still listening to, you know, on the daily? Is it Atlanta rappers? Is it people from outside? Is it, you know different genres like who who's in the rotation for you you know back then and now uh back then i gotta give it up to kendrick lamar uh just the conscious conscious rap 
uh, sphere that was like that was that was kind of what shaped my my thought process as a kid. It made me feel like I could grow up quicker than I was than I was at at mm-hmm. that moment. It made me feel empowered. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, just listening to the to the way that Kendrick Lamar would put words together, uh, and J Cole in that same era, um, you know, Born Center back in the day, that was the album that I was listening to on repeat every day. Um, back in that same time, um, Good Kid, Mad City, and Section 80 uh, was was the, the the ones that I had on track spinning back and forth. So, and of course, Drake, and throughout his time of, of growth and um, his trajectory, always had 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 a had an interesting like the mu- the music that he put out. It, it created. A, it, I think it formulated a brand new sound in general, not just for me and my my people, but like for sound and music in general. Mm-hmm. Like watching Drake skyrocket, so looking at him as an influence. Um, and obviously, I just named the big three that everybody su- suggests, but um, and I can take it deeper. People like Party Next Door, um, which I feel like never really got the shine that he should, but, but he's he, he's going crazy. I feel like he's a he's underrated, but um people like Party Next Door and, and, and Miguel and and just listening to the different sounds because I am an R&B artist. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you mentioned, we, we, we of course we're talking about Simple Chandeliers, but Simple Chandeliers was the second song that I put out. Um, but it was the first song that I put out under my good. Um, before I had um, before I had done the title of my good, I was actually just going by Michael. And, and we talk about finding my sound and with that happened I feel like it, it also correlated around the time that I found my name and uh, um, so yeah I, the, the influences and the music that I'm listening to right now like I said I'm trying to get into 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 to stretching myself um, so yeah it is a little bit of Atlanta rap but and I'm from Atlanta but that's not natural to me mm-hmm. I was I was shielded from that in a lot of ways and so the lifestyle that they sing about and rap about I can't always relate to that because I wasn't always in that area and growing up in that type of position because yeah. of the, the 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 blessed parents that I had and so and so yeah I think it was um just a couple of different influences uh, even even Kodak Black people don't people don't take his music serious he said they think he's illiterate but mm-hmm. you no know, I, I love listening to music like that that's unconventional um, and X X Tentacion although I didn't I felt I felt uh, abrasive to his to his music and to what he stood for. His music was so compelling to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt like I took a lot of influence and in, in people like Tame Impala, but just a, just a, a whole. I feel like it was a wide range of people that that really shaped the way that I, I, I approach music. Yeah, and that's awesome because I feel and I even feel when when you start making music, your palette is broad and really like it, the things you listen to is a lot more than when you like beforehand, like when you're a fan, because that was the same for me too. And I remember um, my friend's uncle, he was the one that told us, you know, when we got into music, he said, if you want to really go far, you kind of got to listen to different genres and different things and just take influence and kind of make your own thing. And I always thought about that. I'm like, he's kind of right. So I still to this day just go in on different genres, even things I don't listen to every day. You know, I'm just taking from different people and just uh, taking in different sounds and all kinds of things. And it's crazy you mentioned Born Center because I was just thinking about that album the other day. I was, because it's going to be 10 years old coming up in June, that album. 
that was that was the album that got me onto Cole as well because I know I remembered people were talking about him like Friday Night Lights and everything and uh, yep. even um, God what's his first album uh, the Sideline Story and people were talking about yeah, like the, that album and stuff and I never really like paid attention to a Born Sinner and then I was like in driving school at that time I was like a sophomore in high school and I remember listening to that album and like you said about Kendrick too because. That was kind of the, it was still like the mixtape era, you know what I mean? Like the blog era. Exactly. Where we had a lot of, even Drake came out of that time, where a lot of yeah, artists. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. coming right out of that time. Yeah, a lot of artists, they were they were putting out, you know, free mixtapes and things like that and getting a lot of notoriety. And then it's crazy because all those artists are still prevalent today because they've been able to, you know, have sustainability um, and just change their, their route and um now they're some of the biggest artists in the world and it's just cool to kind of look back at that time i don't know how old you were at that time but that was like my high school middle school going into high school years when i was just taking all that stuff in uh just becoming like a fan of of hip-hop and everything and um yeah even party next door like he i feel what you mean there and i know like uh of like some of his production team as well and what they do i thought party mobile was a pretty good album um i'm that's, looking that's probably my favorite yeah album. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you know uh what he continues to do he's he's an artist he i feel like he's kind of low-key you know what i mean like he he'll drop some stuff and then kind of go away for a bit to work on whatever's next and then come back out of the shadows uh metaphorically speaking but yeah <laughs> i definitely think that um you know it's great to have just a lot of influences like that especially in different genres and it it just, you know, you continue to draw from them and learn from them, and then you create your own thing out of that. Um, yeah, man. So that's definitely cool to hear, man, and that's awesome. Dude, and, and, and let me mention, uh, let me not forget to mention K-Camp, uh, a dope Atlanta artist who completely underrated, but still, still definitely at such a great and awesome position, but I just feel like he deserves way more, way more flowers than he's, than he's mm-hmm. gotten so far. And, um, you know, just looking at the way he approaches music is, is dope as well. Yeah. My, uh, I'm trying to think my, my favorite Atlanta rapper is probably Sci High the Prince. He's probably, okay, for sure. he's probably up there as one of my favorites. Cause he's just, I like how he always said he approached it differently than like the trap sound that Atlanta's known for. He tries to go more with the lyricism or even like the sample based production and things like that. Uh, and he's yeah. another artist I feel like he never has really got the notoriety maybe because he doesn't have that many solo projects like he dropped a lot of mixtapes and he has one album and like a couple EPs but he's kind of just been in the realm of songwriting and you know he hasn't really got his full opportunity as an artist ever but he is always my favorite and he was like around the Kanye the good music days and stuff I was like that guy sure. has a special guy right there um but it's, definitely. Yeah, it's it's cool to see that Atlanta in general has kind of you know broadened its horizons a little bit too, and it's it's become known as more of a music city anyway, just because of the amount of artists that have come out of there, especially since you know the whole trap thing kind of took off. You you go back to like Ludacris and people like that beforehand, but then I think when like Metro Boomin, really it was like Karate Chop, like when the Future Metro Boomin thing came out, and then like it just blew up from there. Uh, and just became like a like a whole thing. So, and it, it continues to dominate, you know, the sound. But I think they have so many diverse artists too that are coming out, and it's just it's great to see that you know it, it's kind of got its notoriety. And it's interesting to think about 
you know, what other cities might that happen to in the future, especially with being able to, to discover more music. Um, it just makes you wonder, like, what other cities could that happen to soon? But um, definitely interesting. And for you, I don't know if you have any collaborators that you want to give a shout out to, maybe people um, that have worked on the past records or people that you're working with now on some upcoming stuff. Is there anyone you want to give a shout out to that we should be looking into? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, my boy Waldo, uh, you'll find him on a lot of platforms, pretty much on every platform. Uh, his song Heights is out. Um, it'd be W4LDO, uh, Waldo. And uh, so it's a dope, amazing artist. We got Rockstar Coda. He just dropped a uh, mixtape, uh, I think a month ago on his birthday, on the 15th of March. Uh, really crazy album. It's definitely a trap Rockstar sound. Um, and and it's very enjoyable. It's a, and he, you know, he's growing up in Atlanta, so you can hear it in his voice. Uh, we got um, we got Jerns, ABK Jerns, uh, a dope, and and, and another. Um, sometimes it's an RB. Sometimes it's a it's a it's a, it's almost not a screamo, but it has like this punk rock type of type of we 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 switching up the vibe type of feel. So ABK Jerns is a dope artist. We also got Wavy Coon. These are the, these are all types of artists that I've been um, consistently working with over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been pouring into each other and and, and uh, just kind of kind of gotten each other along as we and, and, you know critiquing each other, of course, and and, and kind of you know pushing each other to be the best that we can be, yeah. encouraging each other in these uh, different times. So I definitely got to give a shout out to them. Even shout out to Waterboy Fred, uh, up and coming artist, uh, a developing artist. You know that we're trying to we're trying to bring out his uh artistic uh vibe and his he's an instrumentalist but but when it comes to writing we we try to push him to his uh limits in that in that sense as well yeah hey hope you're enjoying the episode so far i just wanted to take a quick minute out to let you know how you can become a monthly supporter of the show so if you click on the show description in your podcast platform you'll see the words support this podcast toward the bottom and you can follow that link to sign up you have the options of donating a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars a month, and that'll be used towards making the show a better experience for you as the listener. Uh, that means new and exciting guests, giveaways, and a lot more that we can continue to provide for you. So feel free to click that link and check it out, or visit anchor.fm backslash proven knowledge backslash support to contribute today. And for now, let's get back into the episode. And it's good to have those like minded people too to really learn from and, and grow with, like you said, and uh, just kind of help each other out. And constructive criticism, man, that's so important. Like, that cannot be overlooked yeah. uh, to have that. And that definitely helps everybody, I think, kind of take the next step. You know what I mean? Like, because you can, you can do so much on your own, uh, but it's just better when you have a when you have people there. You know what I mean? You got a team and yeah. you got people there. And uh, so that's great to hear. And I'll definitely have to check out some of those guys because I – I'm always looking for, you know, new artists. I'm also always looking for people that, you know, they're not afraid to kind of break the rules. You know, they're they're genre blending and they're doing all kinds of cool stuff. So I'll have to look into them for sure. Um, outside yeah, of, yeah, one go more, ahead. Oh, sorry, one more shout out. I got to shout them out quick. We got Cho, Cho, Cho Chosen. We also got this really dope artist, uh, Reno Basquiat. Reno Basquiat is an amazing artist. Y'all got to check him out. Uh, my favorite tape of his is 1 a.m. on Melrose. Dope out, dope uh, mixtape. 
amazing, but go ahead. Nice, man. I'll have to check him out. I feel like I've heard that name before. I don't know why. Mm. I don't know why. Maybe maybe someone maybe someone uh, posted about him or something. I don't know. But I'll definitely have to look into him, man, as well as yes, everybody sir. else. So outside of music, um, you know, what do you think are some hobbies, daily activities that you like to do to kind of free your mind and kind of recharge the batteries too and give yourself inspiration to get back into, you know, the grind of making music? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I try to I try to get around people often. I try to live life. Uh, I heard that you make the best music as you continue to live and you know have experiences. Um, so I try to I try to get outside and, and you know most times like I, my birthday was uh, on the thirteenth of April uh, last week and so I went out with them. We went to go to like sandbox. I got this real. I, I'm really interested in, in like virtual reality, so like I love playing, you know, different games and stuff like mm-hmm. that, just to pass the time and and to 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 bring me outside of myself to kind of reconnect and of course, um, just taking time to to pray and, and and thinking about thinking about um, my relationship with God and how I can continue to grow as a person and to mature more and because I believe I that my music and, and my voice that I have is a gift. And I, I believe that a lot of people would say that the talents that they have are gifts. And so, and so I, I um, in, in my free time, I, I try to take time to to recognize what kind of what kind of motivations and things I should be thankful for. Mm-hmm. And 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 in that, that recharges my yeah. batteries to to power on through music. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Happy belated, by the way. Happy belated birthday, Appreciate man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that about kind of getting in touch with uh the world in general it's like uh, last week for example i just went to the park and just took a walk on the trails because i was just like i feel like i need to do that and just kind of get away for a bit and i I felt refreshed like i came back and i was like i feel i feel good like i feel like i can go throughout the day because you i don't want to say you always hit burnout but you kind of hit a point where it just feels like you're constantly going and you get no breaks so you kind of got to give yourself permission to have the breaks, you know what I mean? And go do other things. I always, I look at it too, where, you know, every single day you don't need to be constantly, you know, wake up and then you're going to sleep and you're, you you just work the whole day. It's like, you got to get to the point where, you know, you realize there's more days to come. And as long as you're putting in a little bit of work every day, that adds up over time. It's not like you have to do everything all at once. Um, And having like, systems and plans in place helps a lot too because it allows you that free time to go do those things i feel like and you're not just randomly like if you don't have a kind of a schedule or a plan it's almost like chaos so you can't give yourself permission to go do those things um and everyone just wants to constantly be on the grind but uh definitely important to give yourself that time so it's good to hear for you that you know you have that as well so yeah Good stuff. I, I try to stay uh stay with my feet on the ground in that in that sense you know because um, doing the music and, and having the dream of trying to go big it's like you gotta feel like you gotta put in 100 percent or or if you are sleeping it's like you are wasting time and you beat yourself up mm-hmm. like you say you know you gotta give yourself permission to take a day off yeah and, or, or you know find a way to to mix in a little bit of relaxation with your work yeah you can't feel guilty about it either because it it just gets to you a lot so i definitely feel that 100 percent. 
Do you have anything coming up in the next few months? Could be music, could be visuals, anything you're working on that we can expect maybe for the summertime since we're almost at that point? Yes, sir. So um, right now I'm planning on dropping um, this tape called For Lack of Better Words. Um, I believe that it is a tape that uh, it might speak to not just Atlanteans, but hopefully to people who love music. That's the goal is to, it's got a wide range of uh, music on there, but I feel like the um, the through line of each song makes it like a really enjoyable album or, or a tape for people to listen to. Um, for lack of better words, uh, I believe it'd be a delight. Uh, as far as dates, expect the summertime. Do you have a uh, number of tracks potentially? Are we looking at ten? We're we looking at a little more. What do you think? No, actually, it's going to be a very quick mixtape. Uh, I don't believe in, in throwing all my cards onto the table, uh, so that's why the the tape is so diverse. Uh, it's going to have about five different songs. Uh, one of them being a poem. Um, and that being said, it, it's more so less of me trying to throw everything that I have. I, I want to give people a taste of what I have. Mm-hmm. Um, because if somebody doesn't like the taste of your music, you can already, you can gauge, you can gauge whether or not maybe I should push in a different direction with the next mm-hmm. my next project. Maybe I should, maybe based on the reviews of certain songs on this, maybe I should dive into this type of, into this type of style. They appreciated the way that I did this style right here. And so I can bring in that and I can take this one song and turn that into an entire album of, 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 of inspiration that came from a short five song mm-hmm. mixtape. Yeah. I like that. I like the strategy there. I like, I like how you think, man. So early early congrats i don't know if that's your first official project but it sounds like it's gonna be it's gonna be great man so definitely looking forward to hearing yes, it sir. so last few questions here and these are ones i ask on every episode the first one is if you could go back 10 years ago maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all what do you think you would do Let's say let's say the butterfly effect the butterfly effect doesn't uh, apply in this situation and, and things won't be so you know jacked up. Mm. <laughs> but um, I say I go back and I tell myself dive into dive into engineering. Uh, I, I'm an engineer right now, but I mean dive into it, go into it with the with a better mindset. Don't. Don't let it seem like it's holding you back. And I would tell him to dive into your music and don't make it feel like it's holding you back. Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew about the engineering thing. How's that? How's that been going for you? I don't think I knew that actually. Uh, uh, so I graduated uh, from Tennessee State University with a Bachelor of Science in Mechanical Engineering. Um, I uh, right now I, I do work with the United States Air Force uh, working as a mechanical engineer uh, just for a light presentation of that 
um, and engineering is it's it stems from a simple love of wanting to fly off of the ground. I don't want to. Well, I, I I give you my story just a little bit, but I I, I don't want to bore people with this one. Um, I always wanted to fly, man. I remember when I saw the movie Chicken Little and he strapped the the soda thing to his back and he shook it up and he kicked off the top and he jetted off. I was like that. I was like, man, I'm trying to, I used to tell my parents, I'm going to get a couple, two liter soda cans. If I get two of them, put them on my ankles. It'll work. <laughs> it's going to work. Yep. It's got to work. Yep. If I put Mentos, what if I put Mentos in the Coke bottle? It's got to work then. So I'm thinking, so man, I'm sitting here, this is my, this is my conundrum. This is my personal conundrum. I'm trying to figure out how can I, how can I get up off the ground like this? And um, and so that 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 interest became almost an affinity when I went to the fourth grade science class. Um, my teacher's uh, brother-in-law, yeah, my teacher's brother-in-law was an aerospace engineer, and he came and did a slideshow, and I guess it just enamored me. And from then, I. I had always been stuck. I wanted to get off. I, now I had to get off the ground because I know people can do it. Mm-hmm. So that now, now I was like, now nah, I got to get up off the ground. So <laughs> I was like, maybe I should, I was like, maybe I should build wings. I got to study birds. I got to do this and that. And it kind of devolved a little bit. I tell you, it happened in fourth grade. So I went to a few summer camps to kind of stir it up a little bit, but I went to an art school for high school. And um, from there, I, my, music and art and appreciating art and all types of art, dance, visual art, uh, media and film, understanding what it takes to make art. It's not just, Oh, a pretty picture on the screen. It's like, no, this is, this is hard work. This Mm -hmm. is dedication. This is, this is pain. This is somebody's tears that you're watching right now. And, and I went through all four years of my arts high school. And then I said, I'm finna go to Tennessee State University, but I'm finna major in mechanical engineering. And so that's why I go back in time and I tell myself, dive into both of them as hard as you can. I felt like both of them was holding me back, but I was supposed Mm -hmm. to let them keep pushing me forward. And what I'm doing right now at 24 is I'm taking them both back by the reins because they're not far away from me. What I... I never let it slip away. So it's not like I would have lost it. I never let it slip away, but I probably would have had a better grip. And what I'm doing right now is I'm going to pay it back to him since I can't tell him to do that. I'm going to pay it back to young Mike and I'm going to be like, you know, I did it for him. Mm-hmm. Back when Mike felt bad. Yeah. Now Mike good. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. I'm glad I asked because we got that great story now. See? I'm glad I asked that question. I dug a little deeper. So, man, I love that. That's a funny story, especially the chicken little stuff, man. That's good. That's good stuff, man. I'm glad to hear that, you know, you have that as well as music, too. So it's like two passions, really, kind of just, you know, doing your thing. And that's that's awesome, man. So uh, congrats on all that, everything you got going. So, And the, the other question, which is kind of like flipping this, is saying 10 years from now, uh, where do you think you envision yourself in your career, your life? everything um i want to i want to see myself in a community of people surrounding me that love me and, uh, and appreciate me not just for what i can do but for who i am and, and my temperament and everything about me and care about what i have going on and how i feel 
Uh, in 10 years, I want to see myself surrounded and connected. I'm 24 now. In 10 years, I want to be with somebody I love. And in 10 years, I want to have said that that it's still going strong. I'm still I'm still an engineer and I'm still making music mm-hmm. at, at 34 in 10 years. That's what I want to say. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Just continuing to progress and evolve, basically. See it all kind of come to fruition. So that's great, man. Do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Final words of wisdom. You know, words of wisdom usually come to me when people ask, but I'm going to give this one because it's at the top of my head. So my grandma used to tell my dad, and my dad used to tell me, is that a fool to take his coat and the wise man will leave his at home. And what that means is everybody's so smart, everybody checks the weather. And so the wise man who's so informed will go outside and not take his jacket. But the fool, he'll take his jacket just in case. And when the rain comes down and he has something to put over his head, Food don't look so stupid no more. Mm. That's probably one of the better words of wisdom I think we've had, honestly. That's a thought-provoking one. So, man, I, I I love that, man. That's a great way to close it. And, Mike, man, that's all I have for you today. But I just want to say again, you know, thank you so much. And I'm going to be looking out for everything you got coming out, the music, um, and just everything you're doing, man, because I can tell you're very passionate about uh, what you have going. And just keep it up, man. Keep up the good work. Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll have to do this again soon for sure. So just let me know, man. Yes, sir. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. That was episode 155. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds. And feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you then. Thanks, guys.